Welcome to the e-commerce coffee break. My name is Klaus Lauter and I'm an e-commerce growth advisor and business coach for businesses and brands that are using Shopify's e-commerce platform. And yes, I also like coffee. Each week you're going to get actionable advice, strategies and tips to optimize your online store and e-commerce business. So let's get started. Hey, it's Klaus here with another e-commerce coffee break. This time I want to talk about email deliverability. So basically how to avoid the spam folder. Now, what does email deliverability actually mean? Email deliver deliverability is the ability to deliver emails to your subscriber inboxes. So if you do email marketing, obviously you want to end up with your email in the main inbox of your subscriber and not in the promotional tab or in the um, spam folder, worst case scenario. Now, it seems actually or sounds very um, simple for most of my clients when we talk about email marketing. And when we dive deeper into the topic, um, often it comes out that they don't clean their list regularly, um, that their emails, um, their marketing emails end up in a spam folder and so on and so forth. And they're not 100% sure why that's happening. Now, email is around for a long time and obviously email uh, has been proven as a perfect marketing tool, was always important and with the recent changes in Facebook ads and whatever is coming with Apple, um, it will be more important than ever. So um, email has the highest return on average. Um, numbers are out there saying that for every dollar invested in email marketing, you can up, make up to $42. So that's obviously the highest um, channel in, in digital marketing. And your email success starts with your deliverability or your deliverability rate um, with the one goal to get into inbox. Now, the whole thing is much more complex than just getting into a um, email service provider, an ESP. It can be ActiveCampaign, it can be Klaviyo, MailChimp, Aweber. Um, all of them are email service providers and just creating an account and uploading your list and sending out emails. Um, usually what happens is that at some point you might end up on either a blacklist, um, which will automatically flag you as spam, um, or your sender reputation goes down and um, your emails will not be delivered anymore or not in a way that you want to have it. Now let's go into the um, technical bits here. I want to keep it simple. If you really want to dive in, um, it becomes really um, technical and you probably need someone um, who can dive into your DNS configuration settings and so on and so forth. Now, let's start from the beginning. First of all, three topics that you deal with when you're talking about email deliverability. There's first of all, identification. So who you are as a sender. Then there is reputation. So that's basically how good is um, the or yeah, how good do you basically deal with email marketing? How good are your emails? And that brings us to the third one, which is content. So how good is your content? If you get any of that wrong, then your message, your email will probably end up in a spam folder or might be completely blocked by the inbox provider. Now, the inbox provider is the internet service provider. Um, so just for um, clarifying, an ESP might be MailChimp, an ISP is an internet service provider, um, and that's the one who's basically receiving the email. That might be either in a corporate way, um, the uh, domain that's hosting the email, what might be just Gmail and um, getting the email in and all the e um, internet service providers 
have different measurements on how they see an incoming email and then basically value them or rank them and decide where it goes. So it's completely out of your hand um, if you're sending an email to a Gmail um, subscriber where it ends up. Gmail or Google will decide if it's a promotional email, if it's a spam email, or it's an email that's valid enough to go into the inbox. So obviously, um, this is a very important um, fact to know because your email deliverability um, is determined by your sender reputation. So now I will go through a couple of things that influence um, your, your ranking um, within deliverability. Um, that might be something the, um, the recipient engagement. So if you're sending an email and people are replying to your email, that will trigger the algorithm of the internet service provider that there is a communication going on. And then obviously the email content, um, if you have spammy emails um, that have a lot of um, words in there um, that are flagged as spammy, um, that can be um, free, for instance, is one of these words. Um, win is one of these words. Um, if you use words that are in capital letters only, that will flag something. There's whole lists out there of which words you possibly um, should avoid when dealing, sending out your emails, especially when it comes to the subject line. Then obviously um, you might get spam, spam complaints. Uh, people that, that cannot remember that they have signed up for your newsletter or for the, your emails and um, then flag you in the email um, software in Gmail as a spam, which then obviously triggers the internet service provider um, that this is a spam email and the next time it will go automatically into the spam folder. And then the internet service providers have so-called spam traps. Um, they are set up by internet service providers and blacklist providers. They are fake email addresses that look real, but they aren't. Now, how do they get on your list? So if you're buying lists, for instance, or I don't know, copying and pasting lists from somewhere. Um, so basically people who have not opted in or double opted in for your list and you're just collecting emails and sending out um, these fake email might end up in your list and the internet service provider will recognize that you're sending something to that fake email address and this fake email address has one purpose only to tell that you're spamming and obviously with that they will flag your next email that is coming in next thing avoid invalid email addresses so that's basically if someone uh, i don't know email has expired or a domain has expired and you're sending that still out from your list and um, then basically it will trigger a um, another alarm on the on the side of the internet service provider um, that this domain and this email address is not valid anymore and that will be seen as flagged because that will be seen as that you don't have a clean list then obviously you want to avoid being blacklisted um, there is a lot of um, providers out there where you can get blacklisted and that's actually very bad because it's, it's relatively difficult to get from these lists some of them are just temporary some of them are more on a long term um, <clears throat> so if somebody is blacklisting you manually or um, the internet service provider is blacklisting you on one of these blacklists um, then your emails will be automatically um, ranked as spam so you want to avoid that and then basically your dom domain reputation that means um, how good is your domain ranked is it a spammy domain is it a valid domain and all of that so when looking into this you see there's already a couple of things you need to consider um, when you're setting up your emails and to whom you send your emails 
Now, on the technical side, there's a couple of things you can do um, to make the identification um, valid to the email service providers. So, first of all, um, if you are sending more than 100,000 emails a month, you should go and find a dedicated IP address um, for the domain that you're sending from. Um, a dedicated email address then basically is more valuable. If you're sending it out from like MailChimp or any other kind of service, you have a shared IP address with other senders because they have lots of clients on their system. And if someone else has poor sending practices, um, that might impact your deliverability. So, or even your hosting provider. If you're on a hosting provider and you're in on a shared hosting environment and you're sending out your emails through this shared hosting environment, you have a shared IP address and whoever um, is sending out is, is on the same uh, machine basically or in the same IP range like you and spamming um, that will impact you negatively. So to make sure that um, you have a, a clean reputation and identification, um, it is worse to get your separate dedicated IP address um, from that domain so that no one else basically will influence whatever you do in email marketing. Then you need to set up a couple of email authentication policy and reporting protocols. So there's the technical part. Um, the most well-known there is SPF. You need to create a record in your DNS entry there. SPF stands for Sender Policy Framework. The next one is DKIM. That's an email signature and it stands for Domain Case Identified Mail. Also, you need to set up that in your DNS settings of your hosting. And the last one is DMARC. So it's D-M-A-R-C and that stands for Domain-Based Message Authentication Reporting and Conformance. So that's also an email authentication protocol. Um, all of them have a certain syntax to it that you need to follow. And the best to get this done is um, to see how much um, or how far your email service provider can help you or your hosting provider can help you with setting up these protocols. Normally, um, they have either a how-to or the support will help you with that, but it's necessary that you have set up at least these three. And as I said, there's more than these, but if you have done these three, you should be already in good shape. Then finally, we have a couple of um, regulatory things that you need to follow. Obviously, if you're sending out emails, uh, make sure that you ask for permission first and you respect that. So that will be basically double opt-in. Um, somebody signs up for your newsletter and then has to confirm um, through a um, confirmation email that they really want to um, get this. In a lot of countries, this is um, by law. You have to do that. Other countries, it's a bit more laid back. And then going from there, obviously, you have to comply, depending where your customers are, to the GDPR, the General Data Protection Regulation in Europe, or in the US, for instance, the California Consumer Privacy Act, the CCPA. Um, so you want to make sure that if somebody wants to get, uns um, get unsubscribed from your list, that you follow that and you, that you follow the legal um, regulations behind that. Now to clean up um, your list or to um, from from the day-to-day -day business, there's a couple of things you can do. Um, first of all, remove unengaged recipients. recipients. So that means um, get rid of subscribers that, for instance, have not opened an email in the last, for instance, 90 days or haven't opened any of your campaigns for the last 10 times or something like that. So it's a bit on um, how often you're sending this out, but you don't want to have unengaged basically dead 
leads and um, email addresses in your list. It blows up your email list, and obviously you're um, paying the email service provider by the numbers of subscribers you have. And if you're carrying a lot, uh, if you're carrying a lot of data, that weight around, um, that won't help you at all. So clean up your list regularly. That's the easiest thing to do. Do that once a month and then get rid of everyone who's not in there. Um, some of my um, clients, coaching clients, got a really uh, shocked when they did that for the first time. Um, one of a sudden, 70% of their email list was gone. Um, but that definitely helps you because sending emails to unengaged um, or dead or wrong email addresses, again, hurts your deliverability. Then make it easy to unsubscribe. We get a lot of emails um, where the sender basically tries to hide the unsubscribe link as much as possible. So it's in a grayish font, very small, somewhere in the footer, difficult to find um, to make it very difficult to unsubscribe. You want to do exactly the opposite. You want to make it very clear um, and, and big um, where people can click and have to click to unsubscribe. That will help you preventing people um, um, flagging you as spam on the long run. And obviously you don't want to have people on your list that are not interested. Um, again, that's just carrying around that email addresses. You don't want to do that. Um, make it easy to unsubscribe. Then in your email campaigns and in your automations and flows, write non-spammy subject lines. Um, so avoid any trigger words in there. Avoid capital um, letters, subject lines, and so on and so forth. So there's a lot of good practices out there. Just Google for non-spammy subject lines and you will find some examples out there. Provide a preference center, so where people basically can choose which kind of segment or which kind of information they want to get from you. Um, this is very helpful also with segmentation. So if people are only interested in a specific topic of your emails that you're sending out, then they should be able to select that on their own. Be conscious about your sending frequency. Um, so you want to make sure that you're not sending too often, but also not sending too little. If you're sending only once a month, people will forget that they have signed up for your newsletter and then will um, either unsubscribe, not open, or flag you as spam. So try to stay in the, in the mind and the memory of your uh, subscriber and email regularly, um, obviously for good reasons, and, um, but don't, also don't overdo it. Then engage with your subscribers. I mentioned that in the beginning. Um, so you want to make sure that they are replying to your emails. Um, you can do that, for instance, with a very simple nine-word email. Um, just saying, are you still interested in this and that topic? Then please reply. So you want to make them reacting, replying, not only clicking. So don't put any clicks or only links in there. Will obviously increase your workload if people are replying to your email, especially if you have a larger list. But you engage and you have a real communication with your customer and you might learn a couple of good things from that. So it's um, highly recommended to engage and um, to make them reply to your email. Again, that will show a sign to the internet service providers that your subscribers interested in what's happening there. And then finally, the um, when you're sending out emails, fl flows, or campaigns, then a segment. A segment is very important. So you can have a huge list, but if the information, the product, whatever you're sending out there is only um, 
an, an interest for a certain part of your list and segment it down and send it only um, only to them. So for instance, if you have a product that is primarily for females, don't send it to your whole list, um, go down and um, send only to the females. The email service providers like Clavio, for instance, where I'm a partner, they have logic and AI in there that helps you with segmenting. And um, that's a very easy to, thing to do from your side. And then finally, improving your email deliverability is, isn't a one-and-done challenge. It's something you need to do regularly. So as I said, you need to look into that, um, at least the list cleaning once a month. And um, all the other things you should get either in place um, in the first place um, and then revisit from time to time and also see if you possibly are blacklisted and might happen. And then over time, you will see that your deliverability will go up and more of your email emails will be delivered to the inbox, not to the spam. And um, that gives you more money, more revenue at the end of the day. So that's it for this email, uh, for this email, for this e-commerce coffee break. I hope you got something out of it. If you're interested in learn learning more about my um, Get Conversions e-commerce um, coaching program, then um, send me a message. And I'm very happy to send you the details about that. And other than that, please like comment and share as always. And I see you in the next episode of the e-commerce coffee break. Have a great day.